Hi everyone, welcome to this episode of Thoughts with Mrs. Rimmer. I'm Ashley Rimmer, an English teacher at Ashbrook High School, and I decided to start recording this podcast as a way for me to capture my thoughts and opinions on things that have happened throughout the school day, either with my students or with my coworkers. I would like to tell you that this is simply my opinion and it is in no way affiliated with Ashbrook High School, but a chance for me to sort of process what happened during the day and maybe give a life lesson to students if something like that could come out of it. So the thought I had today was about opinionated people and how sometimes you get put in a situation with someone who is very strongly opinionated and you need to know how to process and handle dealing with that person. And First of all, I want to point out we don't call people opinionated unless we disagree with them because for the most part, if what they're saying is something with which we agree, then we're not going to say that they have a strong opinion. We're just going to simply agree. So clearly this was an instance where I disagreed with someone who said something to me and I wanted to take a chance to sort of explain what happened and maybe even think about how this could turn into a life lesson because I certainly modeled something pretty powerful today without even intending to. So we were eating lunch. So I was with other colleagues of mine. Um, We were having lunch and somehow the conversation turned to waiting tables and people who are waitresses and waiters. And the comment was made by a particular colleague that they felt employers should pay the waiters, not the customers. Because in case you don't know, waitresses and waiters get paid about $2 an hour. And most of their money comes from the tips that they earn while they're working. And, And this person felt that it isn't on them to then make up the salary because the company doesn't want to pay the person the wage that they should deserve. And while most of us in the room could definitely agree that it is an issue that the employer should handle, when we tried to point out that because it hasn't been a fixed issue yet, then it still falls on the customer to make sure that these people make a living wage. And the the individual stated, it's not my problem, I shouldn't be responsible. And proceeded to go further to explain that basically if there's a problem with the amount of money that a waiter or waitress makes, it's their own fault because they chose their own career. They should have been smart enough to do something else, just go find another job. And at the beginning of the conversation, I certainly chimed in with everyone saying that, yes, it would be nice if everyone was paid a fair wage, but in the instance where people aren't paid a fair wage, it is on the customer and, and I also contributed saying that by choosing to go out to eat and have someone bring the food to your table and serve you, then you're also choosing to participate in the social custom of tipping. However, as the comments got more and more adamant that it's on it, the fault of the waiter or waitress because they chose the career, I just became completely silent and chose not to speak at all, which is certainly something that I think students could learn from. So a little backstory um, to understand where I was coming from. I was a waitress and a bartender for 10 years of my life at the same restaurant. I started my freshman year of college and I put myself through college by waiting tables. And then after college, when I had children, I made the choice to continue waiting tables because I did not want to put my children in daycare. And I would work second shift as a waitress while my husband worked first shift so that our children were always with one of the two of us. And then when I started back at grad school, I continued waiting tables until I became a teacher. 
And at this point in my teaching career, I have been teaching, this is my seventh year teaching, so I have actually been a waitress far longer than I have been a teacher at this moment in my life. And so the things that this individual was saying definitely rubbed me the wrong way because he was saying that it, if customers shouldn't have to tip, tipping is a s completely ridiculous, no one should ever have to tip. But literally my children wouldn't have been able to eat if it wouldn't have been for the customers who did tip me. And lots of times, Waiters and waitresses have a very hard time at work because of people who have that same exact mindset. But then to continue and say that these people should just choose another job, I felt was very demeaning because you should never feel bad for what you do. The, the job that you have to support your family, you should take pride in that because you're doing what's necessary in order to survive. I've never once felt bad about the fact that I was a waitress and I was a waitress for an entire decade. It never made me feel bad. I was really good at what I did and I worked really, really hard. And I came home at night and knew that I was taking care of my family. So it didn't bother me in the least. I work really hard now and I'm really proud of who I am and what job that I have, but that's because I went to school for that. If I was still a waitress in order to support my family, I would still be a waitress to support my family. And so the, the person's comments weren't directed towards me, but I was taking them very personally because it definitely impacted something that had happened in my life. It felt like a personal attack. Whether or not this person knew that I had been a waitress, my entire thought process was that you shouldn't say things like that because you don't know who in the room you're offending. And so that led me to think in a situation like that, which students probably find themselves in all the time, like the, the, the action that I took of not saying anything at all in that instance was the best way to get out of that circumstance because I could have engaged this person and had an argument or a fight or a debate. And at the end of the day, his comments were still going to hurt my feelings. So it wasn't gonna change the outcome of what happened. But the next time that I came to work, then there was gonna be this tension between the two of us. Um, and so I think in the moment when you may say something that isn't as well thought out as you wanted or you may allow your emotions to overrule your intellect sometimes not speaking can be the way to go i also think though that if you never speak up then that's a problem as well and so i think you have to really weigh the difference between is this person affecting my life is this person ever going to change their mind? Like is, is me investing this kind of energy to fix this person going to actually work? And is this person like causing actual harm? Because he isn't causing any harm to me now. He just hurt my feelings about something that happened in the past. Whereas it, it's not something that would impact my day-to-day -day life in all likelihood. We're never going to have another conversation about waiters and waitresses. So my immediate thought was perhaps I should let it slide. By not saying anything in the moment, I was certainly able to not escalate the situation. But I think I also have to, to really weigh the options of if I never say anything, am I gonna be able to let it go? And so if you're in a situation where you feel like you absolutely have to say something, I think the best thing to do is to wait a little while and approach the person when you have calmed down and maybe even have outlined your thoughts in your mind on paper, practiced what you're gonna say, and maybe go to the person directly and say, I would like to tell you something, and I, I just wanna be able to say it straight out, so please don't interrupt. I'll certainly give you a chance to respond when I'm finished. 
but when you were talking at lunch, I don't know that you knew that you were directly offending me, but just so you know, I was a waitress for 10 years and I did that in order to stay home with my children when they were little and that's something that I valued. And it bothered me when you downplayed the work that I did and the choices that I made for my family when I didn't really have very many other options if I wanted to stay home with my family. So maybe the next time you wanna make a blanket statement that could apply to anybody and you don't know who it could harm, maybe you think through your thoughts. And so something like that might be something that I choose to say to this coworker at the moment. I don't know that I can say that without becoming emotionally invested again, so I may let it wait until I can do that. Um, but when you're dealing with an opinionated person, I really think that the best thing to do in the moment is to take a deep breath, take a step back, and just give it time to process. Because the only thing that's gonna happen if you engage the person is that you are gonna feel worse in the end. Because either you've invested a lot emotionally and it didn't make a difference, or they have escalated their comments to you and harmed you even more. There's not gonna be a good outcome in going toe to toe with someone who is highly opinionated and you, an opinion is opinion, but sometimes opinions can be wrong. And this person was wrong. And so at the end of the day, I get to leave knowing that I did not do anything that would damage my character and I'm still in the right. And I think that that is more important to me than proving he was wrong. So the thought I had today was in the instance that you deal with someone who is highly opinionated, make sure that at the end of the day, your character isn't damaged by their behavior. Thank you for listening, and hopefully next time it won't be such a heavy thought on my mind. Bye-bye.